Hi, everyone. This is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in today. Today is Tuesday, November the 8th. Today is Election Day across the United States. I'm going to give you a little bit of a preview of what I think is going to happen in the next couple of days as votes are tallied around the country. And I'm going to talk a little bit about the women's retreat I just wrapped up in the beautiful state of Utah. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Well, I'm glad you guys are joining me today. And more importantly, if you haven't done it already uh, and you're here in the United States, I hope that you'll get out to vote. Today is the day of the midterm elections, and there are some very interesting races happening all across the country, not the least of which is Arizona, where Carrie Lake is running for the governor's race there in Georgia. We're going to be watching that race very intently and obviously keeping our eyes on what's happening between uh, Fetterman and Mehmet Oz in the state of Pennsylvania. Lots of things on the ticket. Proposition 1 in California would legalize abortion, making it a sanctuary state for abortion all the way up to birth. If you ever get the opportunity to read what my friend Pastor Jack Hibbs had to say about Proposition 1, I hope you will do that. Uh, I linked back to it yesterday off of my uh, Instagram account, but what I really wanted to focus on today is just the fact that when we as Christians, especially when we engage in the political process through voting, what we're really doing is using our voice to stand either for righteousness or to stand against it. And at this stage in the game, that's really all that is left. Proposition one in California, if you're, if you're listening to this from the state of California, or if you know someone who lives there, I want you to understand what's at stake if Proposition one passes. This is an extreme measure. And it fails to include any limitations on when a woman can have an abortion during the entire 40 weeks of her pregnancy. So we could be potentially talking about the abortion of an eight pound, six ounce, fully developed, completely viable human being. Uh, Proposition one is cruel. It allows for abortion for any reason up to the moment of birth. And it is inhumane. It is crafting an abortion law that is as radical as those in China or North Korea. This is the text of Proposition 1 out of California. Quote, the state shall not deny or interfere with an individual's reproductive freedom in their most intimate decisions, which includes their fundamental right to choose to have an abortion and their fundamental right to choose or refuse contraceptives. By the way, contraception and abortion are not the same thing. Moving on. This section is intended to further the constitutional right to provide a right to privacy rather guaranteed by Section 1 and the constitutional right to not be denied equal protection guaranteed by Section 7. Nothing herein narrows or limits the right to privacy or equal protection. The text of Proposition 1 does not include limitations on when an abortion can take place, allowing them till the moment of birth. And as, uh, as Christians, we already know how God feels about this, right? God's already made it very, very clear how he feels about the sanctity of human life. The Bible teaches us that we were made in the image of God. We are image bearers. We are different from the animals. We talked about this last month when I was teaching on the image of God at MomStrong International. And so uh, this is a very important opportunity that you guys have to really make a difference and to stand for righteousness. Listen, when you go to the polls today, and I hope that you will, uh, I want you to remember some things about the last two years, right? So people in positions of authority, all across the country 
knowing that they were lying, forced millions of people to participate in an experiment, forced experimental shots, forced masking, the unnecessary lockdowns, forced isolation, while the people who made these rules for you partied. We watched this with uh, Governor Newsom in California for sure. The discrimination that was levied against those who were unvaccinated, they destroyed your livelihoods without justification. And then they mocked the pain that they caused you. How many of you guys remember the videos of people in power, almost all of them leftists mocking you? The left has been sexually grooming our kids. The hypocrisy is stunning. They label parents domestic terrorists for showing up at school board meetings to defend their right as parents to determine the upbringing of their own children. They've murdered our elderly in nursing homes, forced loved ones to die alone. The irrational edicts that we have all lived under for the last two and a half years, denying us our own bodily autonomy while they scream, my body, my choice. The hypocrisy is stunning and we can never let this happen again. You guys have an opportunity to make a difference by using your voice and voting. And I, I'm going to answer a question from a listener who wrote in to me and said, hey, Heidi, I thought you uh, I thought you believe that there is monkey business in our election system. And that's true. I absolutely do. But I also think that the answer to that is not to not vote. The answer to the issues that we have in the country right now, well, A, it starts with the return to what we know is right and good as Christians to get engaged in the system and to not run away from the problems that we're facing. But also, you can overwhelm the system simply by participating in it. And so this idea that uh, we shouldn't participate in it because we're afraid there might be voter fraud is ridiculous. It's like, you know, cutting off your nose to spite your face. doesn't make any sense at all. So I just want to encourage you, get out and vote. Pay attention to what's happening in the culture around you and participate in it. You have an opportunity to do exactly that right now. The 2024 elections are shaping up to be pretty interesting. I don't know if you guys watched what happened over the weekend as President Trump and Ron DeSantis were basically holding dual rallies trying to get out the vote uh, in the state of Florida. And of course, uh, Donald Trump campaigning on behalf of people that he has handpicked all over the country. And he called Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSanctimonious. And I just about... Why Trump would turn the spotlight on himself two days before the midterms is actually is completely beyond me. It's just totally beyond me. And, it's, and especially why would he turn people, try to turn people against Ron DeSantis when Ron DeSantis is running for reelection as the Republican governor in the state of Florida? It makes no sense to me, but I think we're going to see some serious fireworks ahead of the 2024 presidential uh, campaigns. And I'm sure that there will be lots of stuff to talk about in the days and months ahead. But for right now, we're going to keep our focus squarely on the elections that are happening around the country today and really coming before the Lord in prayer. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 29, verse 2, when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked rule, the people mourn. And you guys, the right to vote is the right to choose uh, to whom we will hand the reins of significant power. This is a power that impacts real people. And I want to encourage you to uh, demonstrate what this looked like, what this looks like for your kids. Show them that you're voting, show them why you're voting and train them to be uh, active, engaged citizens. Human beings were created 
uh, for relationship, first with the one who made us, right? And then for relationship with each other, God designed us this way and he cares about the way that we choose to live within our communities. And so as a means of helping us live together, God gave us institutions that bear real authority. And scripture identifies three of these God-ordained institutions, the family, the church, and the civil government. And because God designed these institutions for our good, it shouldn't surprise us that the Bible has a lot to say about them and gives us a lot of instruction about what they should and should not do. There is an awesome article uh, that came out for uh, from, rather, the Institute for Principal Studies. And I hope you guys will look this up. This is their elections and voting issue that came out just uh, a few weeks ago. There are some wonderful articles in there. This one was written by Michael Winther, the founder of IPS. The article was called Training Our Children to Be Citizens. And he's talking about why it's so important that we learn right along with our children. We teach them the importance of engaging civically. Our role as parents is to equip our children to be God-honoring members and leaders in all three of these institutions. And so how do we how do we ensure that that happens? We seek to immerse them in all that scripture teaches about these spheres of authority. And so we have the opportunity to do that right now. So make sure you get out and vote and share it on your social media. I have put my picks for the Washington state elections that are happening. And you guys can find that on my Facebook page, both my Congress page and also just my regular Facebook page. So I hope you guys will do that. I'm going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, slipper season is right around the corner, you guys. And guess what? Just in time, MyPillow has their slippers on sale. I love these slippers, you guys. I got them for my family for Christmas last year. You will love them too. They are layered and they are awesome. The first layer has the MyPillow patented fill in it. Then they have memory foam and then they have impact gel and they look like moccasins and they're awesome. You can use them inside, outside. They are fantastic. Check it out. And for a limited time, using the promo code Heidi, you can get up to 60% off. This is an awesome opportunity to support this podcast and an American company. Call 1-800-447-0541 or go to the radio listeners specials page at MyPillow.com and use the promo code Heidi. So some of you are watching this on YouTube today and you're noticing that I'm not on video. That is because I just landed from, uh, from coming home from my women's retreat over the weekend. We came in a day early to spend some time with the staff and we stayed a day later to sort of clean up and recap and all things. And we had roughly 60 women joining me just outside of Provo, actually in the city of Orem, Utah, right at the base of the mountains, about maybe 15 minutes from the Sundance Film Festival. Absolutely spectacular scenery in Utah this time of year. The leaves were falling still off the trees when the first snowfall arrived and we we happened to be there uh, just in time to see that. It was absolutely uh, majestic. And the one of the things I love about the mountains, uh, and I'm really a mountain girl. You know, in the Pacific Northwest, you could be a mountain girl or an ocean girl because we have access, obviously, to both of them. But I, I tend to find that I'm more drawn to the mountains. There's something about just being at the foot 
of a mountain that just makes you feel really small. And it reminds you of where you sit in the grand scheme of things. And, uh, you know, the Bible says that we go to the mountains. Where do we go for our help? We go to the Lord. And the Bible teaches us that the, that if we don't praise God, even the rocks will cry out. And if you want to see this illustrated beautifully, there's no better place to do that than in the mountains of Utah. We actually got to go and have dinner uh, up at uh, a beautiful, up at Sundance. And it was gorgeous. I've never been there before. So anyway, we had a great time. Uh, that event sold out really quickly. And we went through Psalm 119. So I was teaching out of Psalm 119 for the weekend. Uh, the women had several hours off in the afternoon. We rented a beautiful house in Orem, Utah that had uh, a pool in it and a sauna and a hot tub. And so, and I made sourdough bread. I think I made uh, six loaves of bread and sent about 27 women home with starters. And so that was a lot of fun too. But the point of these retreats is to come away and spend a little time with the Lord, turning off our phones, um, inviting God to just come into our heart and illuminate the parts of our hearts and minds that need to be renewed. And that really was the theme of the retreat. The theme was renew. And I encourage the women, and I'm going to continue to do it for as long as the Lord uh, gives me breath, that we lean on and draw from the Word of God. And I started on in verse 25 of Psalm 119, and I obviously don't have time today to go through the whole thing, but I, I want to read this to you, just this little section of Psalm 125, or Psalm 119, starting in verse 25. Uh, David, who's exhausted, right? People are always trying to kill this guy. I mean, you, whenever I think my life's bad, I just read the Psalms. David, uh, who for all of the money and all of the power, recognizes where happiness is found, recognizes where he's going to find healing. And he comes before the Lord. He says, you know, I lie in the dust. This is how verse 25 starts. I lie in the dust. Revive me by your word. I told you my plans and you answered. How many times have we told God our plans and he answered us, but it wasn't the answer that he wants, that we wanted. David doesn't say what answer God gave him. He just says, I told you my plans and you answered me. Now I'm moving on. Teach me your statutes. Make me understand the way of your commandments, and I will meditate on your wondrous deeds. I weep with sorrow. Encourage me by your word. The ESV says, strengthen me according to your word. In verse 29, which we camped out on quite a bit, because I thought this was so insightful, David saying to the Lord, keep me from lying to myself. Have you guys ever lied to yourself about something? Maybe you lied to yourself about the condition of your marriage or lied to yourself about I don't know, it could be anything. But the Bible teaches us that we're at war with an adversary of our soul and that the battlefield really is a battlefield of the mind and the heart. And David recognizes this. And he's like, keep me from lying to myself and graciously teach me your law. He said, I have chosen to be faithful. I set your ways before me. I cling to your laws. Don't let me be put to shame. And I will run in the way of your commandments, for you expand my understanding. We serve an amazing God, and he wants us to be renewed by his word. He wants us to know who he is, to understand his ways, and to walk in them. God has an incredible love for us as his people. And as we read his word and as we study his word, it becomes more and more obvious our need for him and our need for righteousness. This month, 
at Mom Strong International. If you guys have never joined, I I I want to just urge you to join me at Mom Strong International. It's a Bible study subscription service. We write studies there every single month. They're beautifully written and beautifully illustrated, and you can print them out. And I teach every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time uh, for the women who are already in the group. But this month's study is called The Peaceful Fruit of Righteousness, Guiding Principles from the Bible for Every Season of Parenting. And my heart and soul went into this study. And I know you guys are going to be encouraged by it because what I'm trying to do is take what's happening in the culture and address it in real time. This was the whole purpose that we started Mom Strong International in the first place. The Bible teaches us in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 11, that for the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. And child training in the culture right now is really a taboo phrase. If you say it, you're likely to hear somebody spout off, we train dogs, not children. And while it's true that we train dogs, I am actually trying to train a six-month-old golden retriever at the moment. It's equally as true that we've got to train our children. And in fact, godly training of children is infinitely more important than that of training animals. It will require that we also are in training listening to and obeying God in our own lives. Why? Because we can't give our children what we don't have ourselves. And the Bible teaches us that we have one window of time to teach and train our children in righteousness. Adam and Eve's sin had devastating consequences for all of us, but the first consequences were born in the death of Abel and in Cain's ruin. And this month, we're going to look at what it requires in teaching and training our children. It requires that we employ another taboo word in the process, and that word is discipline. So here's the thing, you guys. We can't discipline our children with the heart of God unless we have brought ourselves under his loving authority in our own lives. So it's a good time for you to ask yourselves, are your children, the ones that are in your home, are they under your care? Well, if they are, now is the time to sow into their lives. Now is the time to speak into their lives. We have one opportunity as mothers, one opportunity as fathers. The Bible teaches us that there's a season to sow and a season to reap. And so I'm going to encourage you, and I'll be teaching on this, as I said, through the whole month of November, the peaceful fruit of righteousness. I'm going to encourage you to take seriously your role as a parent to guide your children into righteousness. And mom, if you're not taking seriously your role as a woman to guide the day-to-day running of your household, you're missing out on a blessing. Because as you guide your home, you need to understand that God's given you a position of honor there. Your home is your domain, mom. It's where you live. It's where you have the most authority. You and your husband are like a king and queen in your domain. The question is, are you acting like it? Does your role with your children as a mother come with honor? Do your children know that you are the one, dad and mom, who are guiding them at home? Or do they constantly challenge your authority? Are you allowing your children to speak disrespectfully to you? If you are, you're setting them up to sin against God by dishonoring their own parents. And so we're going to spend time uh, talking about this this month for November, the peaceful fruit of righteousness. We're going to talk about God's promise to parents who discipline their children and bring them up 
and the nurture and admonition of the Lord, God's given you your children to you so that you can guide them and protect them as they grow into the men and women that God will use later on in life. And so when you discipline them, you are actually obeying God. Our children should be receiving the greatest lessons in life from their godly parents and grandparents. Your influence will shape the future of your children and grandchildren. The question is, how are you going to influence them? So we're going to look briefly at some parents in the Bible who displeased God in the way that they brought up their children. Just a quick look. And then we're going to study some of the, some of the parents in the Bible who, uh, who pleased God in the way that they brought up their kids. This is an awesome opportunity for you to dive deep into the Bible with me. I promise you're going to be glad that you did. Go to momstronginternational.com. Also, you can go to HeidiStJohn.com and you can get on my mailing list. And the next time we open up a retreat, you can be the first ones to know about it. We are going to be planning several of those in the coming weeks and months of 2023. And uh, we would love to have you join us. I don't know that we'll be in Utah again for a little while, but we, we tend to move them around the country and we would love to have you join us. And again, you can get on my mailing list at HeidiStJohn.com. Thank you guys for listening today. Please join me in praying for our country as we make these very important decisions. And then no matter what happens, we need to commit to praying for our nation and uh, commit to praying for our leaders. That's what God instructs us to do. Thank you guys again for leaving reviews for the show. We are reading every single one of those. You can go to iTunes and leave those. Leave us a five-star review if you love the show. We would love for you to do that. And if you're interested in looking at some of the awesome gifts that we have at the shop at HeidiStJohn.com, we have a beautiful sterling silver necklace that's there that is a wonderful illustration of why you are pro-life. The necklace is actually called Speak Life. Uh, that comes out of the Psalms, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. We are, we are commanded in scripture to speak for those who cannot speak for themselves. So we've got some great gifts in the Heidi St. John shop, and you can check that out as well by going to HeidiStJohn.com. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, we'll come back tomorrow and we'll be talking again about the elections. I'm sure we'll have a lot to discuss and uh, we'll be talking about where we go from here. All right, have a great day, everyone, and I will see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at momstronginternational.com.